0: Welcome to the Family Bible Journey. Do you want more good algorithms in your life? Did you know that when you subscribe to the podcast, when you follow us on Facebook and Instagram, when you like and love our posts and pages, the internet machine will find new ways to send good, encouraging content into your life? So please, subscribe, follow, like, and love away that you can continue to be blessed and encouraged in your journey through the Bible. And as always, thanks for listening. This is episode 35, season 1 of the Family Bible Journey Old Testament podcast. Today we're looking at Genesis chapter 43. The title of today's podcast is No Other Choice. Our key verse is verse 14. May God Almighty grant you mercy before the man, and may he send back your other brother and Benjamin. As for me, if I am bereaved of my children, I am bereaved. The last chapter ended with Israel and his family having enough grain to last for some time, but there is yet many years of famine coming, and they run out of grain, and in 43, he tells their brothers, why don't you go down to Egypt and buy us a little food? Judah reminded his father, oh no, dad, you remember how the man of the land was rude with us, how he treated us, and how he said he would not trade with us unless we brought our younger brother Benjamin. And Israel looked with contempt on Judah, who had told him the truth. Why did you treat me so badly to tell that man you had another brother? And Judah replied, we had no idea who he was or what he was going to do. We had no idea he was going to ask that Benjamin would come here or that Benjamin would go there and join us. And this argument over whether or not Benjamin was going to go down to Egypt, it continued for quite some time. Isn't that the way that family disputes often go? It is too easy for us as sinful human beings and fearful human beings oftentimes to be either willing to come to a agreed upon reconciliation or to get along by being on the same page no often we will settle for something much less than reconciliation we'll just keep the peace or we'll just get along for the sake of getting along hoping that that is going to fix things This argument played out over the course of many weeks because by the time Israel is finally willing to allow his sons to go back down to Egypt, the whole family is starving. And Judah tells him at the end of the paragraph, if you would have let us go when we first asked to go, we could have gone there and come back twice. And Judah pledged himself as the safety for the other boy. And here I have one of those red kairos for those who are journaling with us through the Bible, that Judah, in offering himself up in the place of Benjamin, is for us a type of Christ who has offered himself up for us as well. And then Israel has nothing left to do. He has no other choice. He sends his boys back to Egypt. And in verse 14, we see that his faith is not in the boys, but rather his faith is in the power of God who is mighty to save. He says, may God Almighty grant you mercy before the man, and may he send back your other brother and Benjamin. And as for me, if I am bereaved of my children, I am bereaved. Israel has nowhere to go but to God to receive the mercy and the redemption that he so desperately wants. Isn't this also so much like each and every one of us We know, at least those who are Christian listening to this podcast, know that we should begin with God. That we should begin every day, every endeavor. Many families begin every meal with a word of prayer. But how often is that the last place that we end up? That we will do, and we will try, and we will scheme, and do absolutely everything that we can to try to work things out for ourselves, and come up with our own solution to our problems, before going to the Lord in prayer, And this is what Jacob is doing in this chapter. He finally gives up and he gives in. He lets them take Benjamin and they go. When Jacob's sons return to Egypt, this time with Benjamin in tow, they don't find the hard and harsh welcome that they were expecting. No, rather they find a warm and a kind welcome by the man who had treated them so roughly and had inquired of them so diligently about their family to know their story. And they are actually welcomed by Joseph into his house to share a meal together. Joseph's brothers had come clean with him about the money that they had in their sacks, how they discovered it when they returned home. And Joseph gave credit to their God. He says, beginning in verse 23, peace to you, do not be afraid. Your God and the God of your father has put treasure in your sacks for you. I received your money. And then he gives them back Simeon. After this initial reunion, Joseph returns home at noon to have a meal with his brothers. He asks about their father. They assure him that he is doing well, that he is alive. And then he's introduced to Benjamin. He sees his brother, his mother's son, and says to the men, is this your youngest brother of whom you spoke to me? God be gracious to you, my son. And then he runs out of there. He couldn't help. He was overwhelmed by his love for his brother. He had never seen his adult brother before. He couldn't contain himself anymore. And so we're told that he goes into his inner chamber and that he wept there. And after he had composed himself, uh, cleaning his face, removing any sign of the tears he had shed, he tells the servants to serve the food. And he served the food to each of his brothers according to their birth order. From the youngest to the oldest, they were seated and everyone was fed and cared for. And when the brothers saw that they had been seated according to their birth order, they were amazed. They couldn't believe it. And when the food came, they celebrated. We're told that they celebrated together, that they enjoyed their time together. The text says that they drank and were merry with him. And we have here a beautiful family reunion. But nobody besides Joseph has any idea what is going on. Let's think about this story from a few different perspectives or angles. Joseph, of course, he's the one who knows what's going on, he recognizes everybody, he speaks the Egyptian language, he speaks Hebrew, he knows everyone there, he knows the history, and he is clearly overwhelmed by the presence of his family. Jacob, on the other hand, is still up there in Canaan, famished with famine, not knowing whether or not his boys are ever going to return. He is holding on to hope against hope that everything is going to work out and that young Benjamin will return again. After this journey, and that he will be able to see his youngest son alive. The brothers clearly have no clue what is happening, but they've just been served what is probably the best meal of their lives. From the oldest to the youngest, and Benjamin, young Benjamin, getting five times what all the brothers are given. They were eating, they were drinking, they were making merry. Today is a good day. They didn't know what it meant. They didn't know why they were receiving such great kindness from this man, but they were going to enjoy it, and enjoy it they did all afternoon long. And so Joseph is reveling in the company of his brothers, although he is removed from them, sitting at a different table as an Egyptian. The brothers are just loving and having a great time, and hemming it up and catching it up with Simeon, who had been imprisoned for them for some time, and getting to know a little bit more about this, their perplexing host and the customs there in Egypt that Simeon undoubtedly got to observe while he was being detained there in Egypt. And so the chapter concludes on a happy note, this partial family reunion, this seeing his brothers in a very different light than he saw them in for many, many years with his last memory of them being of the day that they sold him into slavery for a few pieces of silver. And in our blessing, we are going to join into that spirit of brothers Who didn't know exactly how it was that God was leading them and didn't fully understand what was happening to them, and yet God was fully in charge and God was preparing an even greater reunion that we're going to get to read about here in the coming chapters. For all of you paper people listening, and I expect there are a few of you out there, especially since we are journaling our way through the Bible. If you would like to snail mail a letter or send a contribution, you can find our contact info, including our mailing address, at familybiblejourney.com. Our blessing for today. When you have no other choice but to follow the Lord's lead in faith, may you follow Him knowing that He goes before you to prepare your way. Amen.